A Democrat state senator, uh, Lena Taylor from Milwaukee, voted against Evers Maps. And the same thing happened in the assembly. Democrats were voting against Evers Maps because of this problem with the way that they, well, it was racial gerrymandering is what it was. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Welcome to another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. The midterm elections are over, but the political battles in Wisconsin have already begun. Control of the Wisconsin Supreme Court is on the ballot on April 4th of 2023. The current makeup of the court is four liberal and four conservative justice. Justice Brian Hagedorn acts as a swing vote on the court, sometimes ruling with conservatives and other times ruling with liberals. Conservative Chief Justice Patience Rogensack is retiring. Bill, you've been following developments with this race. What have you discovered? Well, I've really been surprised by the number of stories that I see in the media every day that are perpetuating these false narratives about what happened with the Wisconsin Supreme Court and the U.S. Supreme Court as it relates to the redistricting that took place last year in Wisconsin. What's troublesome about this to me is it's obvious to me they're creating a political narrative that's designed to move people to vote uh, in that spring election for the Wisconsin Supreme Court and to vote for for a liberal justice because the claims that they're making are conservatives in the Wisconsin Supreme Court shows the uh, Republican maps. And that is just demonstrably false. That is not what happened. The, uh, the Wisconsin Supreme Court was asked to rule on the maps that were submitted by Republicans in the state legislature and maps that were submitted by Governor Tony Evers. And incredibly, and much to the dismay of Republicans, uh, Brian Hagedorn went with the liberal justices and they chose Governor Tony Evers' maps. So it's just not true that conservatives in the Wisconsin Supreme Court are, are responsible for gerrymandering, choosing gerrymandered maps. Okay, so what happens? Well, well what happened was uh, the case got appealed to the United States Supreme Court and they kicked it back. On what grounds? Violated the Equal Protection Clause of the U.S. Constitution. Evers Maps created a seventh minority voting district in the state. But the way they did it was they created seats that were just by the barest margin, less than 1% uh, African American. And they completely eliminated an entire Hispanic voting district. You know, that is not in accordance with the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and established legal precedent. So that's why the U.S. Supreme Court kicked these maps back. Do you need more evidence to see why uh, these maps were so bad that that Evers had created? A Democrat state senator, uh, Lena Taylor from Milwaukee, voted against Evers' maps. And the same thing happened in the assembly. Democrats were voting against Evers' maps because of this problem with the way that they well, it was racial gerrymandering is what it was. And so it got kicked back to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, who at that point didn't really have a choice. They ended up going with the Republican maps because the Republican maps did not have this problem of racially gerrymandering. But don't let the truth get in the way of a hmm. good political narrative. Right. So, you know, the first thing is the court is not controlled by conservatives. I mean, I think that's obvious from the story that I just told. What you essentially currently have is four conservative justices, four liberal justices, and Justice Brian Hagedorn acting as a swing vote in the middle. So uh, 
this race that's coming up on April 4th of 2023 is really more about maintaining the status quo on the court. And should a, a liberal justice uh, prevail, boy, that opens up a whole can of worms for conservatives. Uh, Republicans in the legislature are going to see that so much of the legislation that's been passed over the last decade, you know, we had eight years of Governor Walker and Republicans passing legislation. I think you can anticipate that much of that is going to end up being challenged in the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And what would the effects of that be? What do you think would change? Well, one of the things um, that I think you would see probably right away is uh, a, a challenge to Act 10. So what is Act 10? What did it do? The, the budget repair bill. Wisconsin was facing a $3.6 billion deficit. What Republicans did was they intervened. Uh, they asked state employees to pay uh, some of the cost of their retirement benefits in the Wisconsin retirement system. They asked them to pay some of the cost of their health insurance and, you know, realistically, uh, what they asked was not that much, but, uh, you know, it resulted in a huge backlash from, from the people that work for the state. Uh, we know how that all turned out. But um, some of the things that happened in there that paired back collective bargaining rights for, for state employees, those might come back before the court. So I think it opens up Pandora's box. One of the reasons that, and you see it right here in La Crosse County, our county government, what do the Democrats who control it always tell us? That it's constant. Our tax rate is going down. Our tax rate is going down. Well, the reason it's going down is because property values have been steadily rising and the amount that they can tax was capped by Act 10. They can only tax so much and it's limited to the amount of new construction that goes on in the county. So the reason that property taxes have remained reasonable for the last decade is because of what Republicans accomplished in Act 10. Uh, I think if the court uh, gets a liberal uh, majority, I think that'll probably be one of the first things they're going to challenge. Do we need it? We have a surplus. Yes. Well, we, we have a $6 billion surplus because of these policies. Because Republicans who control the state le legislature have been fiscally responsible, that's why we're seeing that these budget surpluses are accruing. Uh, it's just interesting to remember that under Democrat control, we had record tax increases in the state and a $3.6 billion deficit. So I believe that Act 10 is absolutely essential to keeping local government spending under control. And that's where your property taxes go. It goes to local governments and school boards. What are the key takeaways that you want fact check listeners to leave feeling or thinking from this episode? Well, it's just incredible to me that the big lie is continued to be perpetuated by the media. Um, this is the Associated Press that's, that's writing this junk. And it's just people don't have the opportunity to hear both sides of the story. And it's amazing to me how many Republican friends I talk to who actually have bought into this, who actually believe there's a problem with the way that we redistrict in the state of Wisconsin. There is not say it long enough, loud enough, over and over again, people start to believe you. They and tend to just believe it then. Yes. When you don't hear the other side of a case, you know, it's the reason our legal system works the way it does. You have a prosecuting attorney and you have a defense attorney and they both tell their sides of the story so the jury can reach an informed opinion. We're not getting that opportunity. It's becoming increasingly more difficult for people to find conservative opinion. That's one of the reasons I'm so grateful 
to the people here at Midwest Family because they've given us the opportunity to tell the other side of the story. And it wasn't too many years ago, right before the 2020 elections, that Facebook censored us. We were reaching tens of thousands of people through Facebook, and there's a reason why they censored us. They could see that conservative groups were becoming really effective in the way they used their platform, and they didn't like it. So we can no longer use that as a platform to to bring forth our ideas. There's no hiding the fact that Zuckerberg and Facebook and Twitter at the time really was controlling the narrative, and they didn't want a conservative perspective. They made sure that the Hunter Biden laptop from Hell Story didn't get told. I actually read uh, some polling um, that showed that uh, a majority of people in the United States would would not have voted for Joe Biden if they'd known about the Hunter laptop story and all the corruption uh, with his business relationships in China and Ukraine. So they, they definitely influenced the outcome of a whole bunch of elections, not just the presidency, right. but a lot of other races that were down ticket for Republicans. So when fact-checked listeners come into contact with a story or a conversation that says, all oh, the Republicans in Wisconsin, they just gerrymandered the maps. Yeah, it's just not true. And the reason it's not true is because Democrat voters are highly concentrated in urban centers, especially Milwaukee and Madison. They're winning in those areas by 80 and 85%. All you have to do is look at a map after any election, and what you're going to see is the cities are bright bright blue, and everything around them is red. And so it just stands to reason that Republicans are always going to have a majority in our state legislature when we control so many of the 72 counties. I just looked uh, at the uh, Evers-Michaels race, and Evers only won 14 counties out of the 72 counties. So obviously, we're going to control more seats because those elections are being won in by margins in the 50% range or maybe up to the 60% ranges, uh, whereas these Democrat seats in these counties are being won by 75, 80, 85%. So it's a problem with the fact that their voters are so concentrated. They can't, they can't draw more Democrat districts because of that. All right. Thank you, Bill Fian. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. This was another episode of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. We invite you to join the conversation and discuss gerrymandering with us on the Facebook group Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.